Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Lex and Matt's Excellent Adventure. We are here once again with podcasts for you to enjoy while you do the things you do. I'm Matt Peters. I'm here once again with guest host D. Peters. Hello there. That's right. And, uh, you know, summer's in full swing pretty much right now. We are in the month of June, of course. And uh, this heat slash uh, tornado season is just whooping us. Right. Like, just take us out already. Don't don't make us suffer. This is so much. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot here in Chicago. But we're holding it down. And we're holding it down for you, so we're going to get you some podcast gold this week. That is right. Right on. So we got a lot to talk about. Thank you all for your recommendations. Uh, you can always recommend things for us to talk about at Lex and Matt across the board. You can also follow us on Patreon. We sincerely appreciate all those that support us on Patreon. You keep this show going. You keep the lights on. That's patreon.com slash Lex and Matt. Uh, depending on what tier you come at, we will send you some cool stuff. I mean, it's some pretty cool stuff. I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I may, I may have designed some of it, but there's a lot of cool stuff for you to check out there. And of course, of course, the cherry on top is access to our Discord server where we have fun things like Peck Pick. What? Wait, wait, nope. That's not how you say it. Pet Pick Thursday. Ah, yes, that's the go. one. That's the one. That Pick Thursday, so <laughs> that's there for you to enjoy as well. So like I said, we have so much to talk about this week. Man. So, D, what do you want to hit first? What what jumps out at you? Oh my god. First thing we have to discuss is everything, everywhere, all at once. Yes, so that movie is finally out on digital. For those that don't know, it's an A24 film. We talked about this. A24 is on fire. Man. Yeah. <laughs> they can do no wrong right now. It's it seems like insane. they just they got the secret sauce. I don't know what it is about that studio, but they've been linked up with some creative people for these past several films. I don't know if it's quantity or if it's just like nonstop quality, but they've just been hitting it out the park. Man, it just incredibly creative, really good stories, incredible actors that are playing out these stories. It's just it's just a hundred percent. Like I don't know, I don't know what else to say except that they are perfection right now, and I and I know it's gonna hurt once they do fail. <laughs> it's like <laughs> eventually, eventually they have to have a few pieces that are just kind of like, eh, all right, like okay, maybe I don't know. Maybe once we start getting really used to like you know their flow or their kinds of um, films, we'll, we'll we'll start saying like, oh, we're looking for something different to come from you guys, you know, because mm-hmm. that's how we are. We're, we're finicky like that. That's how we are. But let's talk about the hotness at hand. Yeah. Mike, let's talk about the hotness at hand. All right. So how do you describe this movie without giving too much away? Um, hyper, hyper surrealism. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, wow. Uh, it's very, um... Uh, it's very cerebral, absolutely. You, the the story really does hinge on your ability to keep up with details, hmm. because there's a lot of transitioning happening between time and 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 dim- like other dimensions of time and and space and other versions of like. Of self. Okay, but right now you're making it sound like homework. What's good about the movie? (laughs) (laughs) 
that is the good of it. I mean, it's it's so complicated that it really begs to be taken apart and understood really well. Okay. Um. Also, of course, the the imagery is amazing. Like the editing on this film had to be like intense. Yeah. Um. The martial arts. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> it's just it, it it is the most glorious choreography since um crouching tiger hidden dragon that's a, for me okay that's some that's some tall praise huge that's some tall huge. praise right there um but with like michelle yo you're never gonna get you're never gonna go wrong i don't care what it is so like, we got a great cast right like yeah. that's that's what appeals to me Absolutely. okay just to, to to bring it in a little bit from the grand scope uh, mm. that you were putting out there so Michelle Yeoh, absolutely wonderful actress. You know, we have uh, Stephanie Sue from uh, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. she's on that show. I, I can't say enough good things about her performance on there, mm-hmm. as well as here. Uh, as a surprise, well, as a surprise at the time when they announced the casting, we right. have, uh, uh, what's the gentleman's name? I believe it is pronounced Kei Kwan. Okay, so he's back. And you may recognize this gentleman from uh, the Goonies and the Indiana Jones films, a couple mm-hmm. of those. Yeah. Um, but he hasn't been in a lot of projects since then. Right. As a matter of fact, uh, I was I was reading an, an interview with him. He was saying how discouraged he was with Hollywood after so long, uh, just trying to get roles, just mm-hmm. standard roles. And they would always want to typecast him. Or they would say, you know, no, we rec- you're too recognizable from these big time, you know, movies you did or these stereotypical characters. People won't take you seriously. Right, right. But he shows just <laughs> such range Man. in this film. And it's hard to really say how and why without giving too much away. It, very true. But it's a career making performance for him Absolutely. as, as Waymond, as the, as the father. And it's, it's just, incredible what he does on screen like head to toe you would not you would not think this is the same actor right from the goonies or from indiana jones i mean granted yes many years have passed he has uh has time under his belt he has some some experiences under his belt so of course he was going to evolve but this is like massive this is massive and um it's interesting because hollywood absolutely did like create kind of create the hole that he was put into yeah absolutely and then they finally were just like okay we're gonna get you out of this hole or we're gonna let you let you work your way out of this hole and then they and and then he gives you a brilliant performance that makes you say what the hell why wasn't he out here for these past 30 years i'm looking at his imdb page he's only got 15 credits to his name one of which is just the cindy lauper video goonies are good enough which was it was a great little mini film you know little it would have been a dvd extra if they had those at the time yeah absolutely you know Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. he was he was good in that and then they had a part two of that video which is another one of his credits so realistically he doesn't have that much work under his belt but it's like he hasn't missed a step right right like he's still been training the whole time yeah he grew along with the tastes of of film period you know throughout the time so um man like truly it's a treat just to see him on screen yeah legitimately i'm not even i'm like i can't even joke about it it's it's legitimately a very serious and real treat to see him back on the screen i hope that he continues to get 
really good parts from here on out. Same. Yeah. I mean, it talks about uh, familial problems. It talks about uh, gender identity. It talks about a little bit of everything. And it does it with such care and grace. It truly does. And just, just such, you know class it's right. it's an amazing film absolutely yeah so uh two thumbs up can't recommend that one enough mm-hmm. uh we went back and we watched <laughs> another movie which is decidedly Man. not progressive at all <laughs> not in the least bit but i wanted to talk about it because like it, when we watched it i realized we hadn't seen it all the way through well i hadn't i'm sorry i hadn't seen it all the way through ever in my life i'd seen bits and pieces and like you know, little uh, spoofs of it, and the movie is of course Escape from New York, starring Ooh. Kurt Russell oh as Snake Plissken. Uh, <laughs> I've never seen it. I had never seen it. I you mean, know. I- <laughs> <laughs> and then we start watching it, and it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. We know this story. We we know this character. Yeah, like yeah. from the scar to the eye patch. To like the outfit that he's wearing and everything, the only slight difference probably was the hair. But y'all, this is this is solid snake. This is a absolutely solid snake. So it was no secret that during the production of the original uh, Metal Gear games, especially Metal Gear Solid, Hideo Kojima was obsessed with American action films. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, Escape from New York doesn't have a mech in it. You know, it doesn't have a Metal Gear in this movie. However, uh, this is absolutely Solid Snake. From the mannerisms to the uh, to the way he reacts to things, everything about Kurt Russell's performance here is Solid Snake from Metal Gear Solid. Even the way that he talks. Yeah, that's exactly that it. Speaks. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, it was just a blatant like. <laughs> if anybody had any question about it, then you just haven't seen it. Apparently, right? Really, or you don't know what Metal Gear is, and that's okay. Sad, but okay. Yes. Um, (laughs) but yeah, uh, yeah. I I was not expecting to watch to to watch Snake on the screen. That was funny too. Is I didn't realize because you know it's got one of those like classic '80s film casts. You know, Mm -hmm. you got some like heavy hitters. You got Lee Van Cleef in there, who. You know, he was in all those old cowboy movies back in the day. Yeah. If you're watching, like, you know, WGN or something late at night, he's on the screen in some way, shape, or form. But it also had Isaac Hayes. And that surprised me. <laughs> that really threw me off. Because Isaac Hayes, you know, you know him as, as like, of course, you know, Chef, the guy that sang the theme song. You know him as, as Chef from South mm-hmm. Park, of course. And that was yep. only him in cartoon form. That's right. But this, this... Isaac Hayes was smooth. Man. He was brutal. He was the villain in the film. He was one of the villains in the film. Really, everybody was kind of a villain in this film. Man, yeah. But Isaac Hayes, he was just, he had so much charisma. Right. And it's just amazing to me that he didn't get put in these roles more often, or at least in like a... um, you know, a a, a leading man sort of way, because, Mm -hmm. I mean, dude was like... Going toe to toe with Kurt Russell, right? You know, he's at the his in, in, in prime form. You know, yes. top form, matching so. his intensity, right? Too. Right. And and my and I'm I'm upset. Okay, so you know how, <laughs> you know how, like you know, in pop culture, we we celebrate pop culture like crazy yeah. in this country, and you know, all the way down to like Lego sets. Yes, you know, absolutely, of course. 
So I just want to know where the hell is the pop culture reference to Isaac Hayes' character's car? Because that bitch, I mean, when I tell you that I was looking at chandeliers. Yes. Full blown chandeliers. Two. Hang two of them. Two of them. Hanging off of his Cadillac. Yes. I was like, I'm sorry, sir. What? I've where is the Lego set for this? I was amazed because two chandeliers on the hood of the car and a disco ball and inside. Disco ball is oh my god. Like I, just I'm like a hole. Covering all your bases. Classy on the outside. Oh. Party on the inside. Man. Murder all around. The, it was it was nuts. And then the place doesn't even it, it seems like the place never saw daylight. Right. Like, <laughs> like, like everybody's just running around in darkness That's all true. day and every and all night. That's long. true. That man just, had twenty four hours to complete his mission and it seemed to be nighttime the entire it. time. Right, exactly. Yes. Pitch. Pitch <laughs> black. I'm sure that was a filming choice, you know, because like they had to set it up. They had to set up the continuity of the film. Certain things had to happen at a certain time. And so they were like, well, if it's nighttime when this happens, it can't be daytime when this happens. So they decided to make everything at night. <laughs> they were just like, look, just screw it. It's just eternal darkness <laughs> at all times in uh, the, the Manhattan prison. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, it's it's absolutely a a, a farcical film. But it holds up. It's a fun movie. Highly mm-hmm. recommended. Absolutely. Good stuff. All Just right. Good popcorn for you. <laughs> what else we got, Dee? Uh, okay. So we have Beyonce. Oh. Beyonce is coming out with a new album, apparently, you guys. And you know what? I got to admit, I, I don't follow Beyonce like that. I just don't. Um, I don't follow anybody like that, really. But... Like the news <laughs> jumped up and was just like, "Hey, hey, hey, hold up now!" <laughs> Beyonce, like she she cleared out her entire Twitter account of all images. What is happening? Oh my god, is she leaving the industry? Oh, oh my god, like is there a problem? Oh my god, like no, no, she's coming out with a new album. She took some new pictures. She's gonna put up some new ones. Calm yes. the hell down. Yes, no. yes. So We're gonna be all right. Just all right. So here's the here's the edification of what's going on here. So Renaissance is gonna drop July 29th. Mm-hmm. That means you're gonna be hearing this for the rest of the summer after it drops. It's just gonna be everywhere. Mm-hmm. Oh um, yeah, for sure. So when Black is King dropped, that was a big deal. That was. And it was supposed to be, you can tell from the from the bones of it, it was supposed to be a tie-in with the live action Lion King movie. Right. That she was a big part in uh, you know, the production of. But since the Lion King movie didn't do that great, they kind of gently separated <laughs> that project from the other one. Which I think was a good idea. Yeah. Because it was still uh very moving. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a it was a well produced uh, piece. Yeah, that came out, and it was it was something that was inspiring at a time where we needed it. You know, absolutely. We were in the height of the pandemic; everything was looking kind of bleak, and then Beyonce came out with this, and it, it's it's interesting because you know, like you said, we're not like huge, huge, huge followers of her career mm-hmm. uh, on this end, but you know, just knowing peripherally of her family and yeah. everything like that, it was kind of cool just seeing. 
them on the screen kind of going through what they project as their daily lives and everything. <laughs> <laughs> but, that was you know, a very diplomatic very, way to say that. Very diplomatic, yes. Uh, <laughs> but it was like a more grounded version of Black Panther. You know, no right, no right. tights, no no fights with bad guys. <laughs> I sound like the Smallville, no tights, no flights. But, you know, it was just like, here's a slice of life with Beyonce and some avant-garde stuff as well, just to kind of like entertain you. And oh, look at that, it's a little, a little daughter. Yeah. And, yeah, and I also believe that there was a lot of focus on, um, on bringing in the like different, different cultures from different uh, regions of Africa yes. into this piece, so that you know, so that they're well represented, so that they're pre- um, put on screen for for all to understand and see the differences between the cultures and the styles and how they tie into each 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 one of the cultures. Yeah. So that was a beautiful beautiful piece that she put together. Um um so I'm I'm I do expect that whatever comes from her new album, I'm sure it's going to do crazily bonkers well and I'm expecting I would love to see another videography, you know, piece put together. For this one too, I don't. I don't even care what she comes out with. I don't even care what the music sounds like. Just, just give us the imagery because she's they're they're very good with putting that together. For they sure. are. They are very good at that. So, like I said, this is coming out July 29th. This is going to be the first follow up album, or rather, this is going to be the first album since Lemonade that she mm-hmm. did back in 2016. Right. That was a completely different vibe. That oh was man, yeah, a whole thing. <laughs> so this is going to be interesting to see what she's trying to invoke here. I'm right. sure Renaissance gives us some type of clue right. as to the message that she wants to put out there. But it, I'm sure it'll be uplifting and powerful. Right. It always is, because she's a great artist. Absolutely. Speaking of speaking of art, um, <laughs> our next story uh, is going to take you for a ride. Oh, man. And, uh, yeah, let's just get right into it. So, uh, The Joker, uh, <clears throat> the movie... <laughs> starring Joaquin Phoenix is getting a follow-up. Um, it's not just going to be called Joker 2. It's going to be called um, something in French that I can't pronounce. Let's go it's to our French to specialist. Folie et deux. Okay. Deux. Yeah. Which is a reference to a psychiatric syndrome in which a delusional state is shared by two people. And uh, the reason that they are calling it that is because that second person is going to be Harley Quinn. No, mm-hmm. not Margot Robbie. Another version yes. of Harley Quinn for the big screen. And this time, they're they're tapping Lady Gaga. Man. <laughs> Come on, Lady Gaga. Make that money. But wait, there's more. Not only will this be a follow-up to the original Joker movie and all that hubris and fan base it brings with it. Oh, man. It's going to be a musical. I can't wait. I can't wait. I it, well, I can't wait for either of two things to happen. Either okay. for the whole idea of a musical to get thrown out the window, uh-huh, uh-huh. or for them to go ahead with this musical and then have all these dude bros out here saying like, "I really like that musical," you know? Yeah, the, about yeah, yeah, Joker, yeah. about the really crazy Joker. <laughs> like, it's it's gonna be good either way to me. I, I I can't even say I'm cautiously optimistic. It is the Wild West right now when it comes <laughs> right. to DC films and Warner Brother films. 
we got one Warner Brothers project that has someone they can't, they literally cannot find. Yeah, uh, yeah. We have another Warner Brothers project, which we're just talking about now, is not tied to anything right. that has to do with the uh, Snyderverse or the remnants of. Nope. We have a wildly successful pocket of the Snyderverse that has nothing to do with Scott Snyder, but somehow has everything to do with James Gunn and John Cena. It makes no sense. It, it makes no sense. And then we have... Somehow coexisting in the same universe, The Rock <laughs> as Black Adam. So one day, one day, D, we may see thrice in a lifetime The Rock versus John Cena. Oh my God. Peacemaker versus Black Adam. Oh. Book it. Book it. Oh my God. Nah, they're never going to do that. Nah. Never nah. the Twain show meet. They can't even let Black Adam meet Shazam, right. which is. Kind of dumb. Because that's his villain. That's his arch nemesis. Kind of like having a Joker movie without Batman. (laughs) Oh, but wait. Here's a little tiny Bruce Wayne. So, uh, technically, you know. Like, he's in there. He's in there. (laughs) So, and I'm I'm leaving out, I'm leaving out another branch of this fucked up weed of a DC Mm. Warner Brothers picture here. Because we have the Batman. Yes, which featured right. that long-ass teaser at the end of it, mm-hmm. featuring another Joker. So yep. we have, oh God, we have three oh, Jokers. Oh God. We have Ooh. three Jokers. And that's terrible. Well. Because that miniseries was awful. But, that, <laughs> but that's a storyline, though. It is a storyline, but they, come on. Do you have faith that they're going to actually figure out how to make that work? In the next ten years. Maybe. So not, we, not right now. We have now. we have Heath Ledger. No, oh God, no, we don't have Heath Ledger. Oh my goodness. Oh. <laughs> what a slip. We have... Uh, Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Yeah. We have Joaquin Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And we have whoever the whoever fuck that, that was, was in the yeah. Batman. Yeah, And all three of them are currently the Joker. Right. Allegedly. Right. So, I, I don't know <laughs> why we need a sequel. Like, okay, all right. So, all the fandom aside, all the, all the weird dude bro shit aside... The first Joker movie, which unfortunately is not the only one now, it was fine. Yeah. It was a it was an okay movie for an afternoon. Yes. You know, we watched it, it was like, yep, that happened. Uh-huh. And it wasn't terrible and we moved on. Right, right, right. Some people <laughs> grasped onto it in a weird way. Yeah. And yeah. I don't associate with those people, but whatever. Yeah. Um yeah, they, they made it their Avatars online and whatever, you know, just they, they, they miss the point on shit like yeah, this, just yeah. like Deadpool. Yeah. Um, just to go even deeper to this tangent, when people idolize Deadpool, they miss the part about him being ultimately a hero. Right. They think of the mask as a reason <laughs> to, uh, you know anonymously be an asshole at conventions. Mm-hmm. They don't mm-hmm. think of it as, oh, Ryan Reynolds is actually charming. Ryan Reynolds is actually funny. Ryan Reynolds respects boundaries right. in real life. Right. Knows not to try to carry any real weaponry yeah. into a convention. Maybe I should follow all these examples of the man who popularized the character and brought his own vibe into it. Instead of just thinking, hey, I got a mask on. I could be an asshole. Nope. Oh, no, no, no. Because the argument, the argument on that side, on the other side is... Oh, well, this character was around before Ryan. Oh, of course. And um, I'm just sticking to the characters 
uh, true core lore and all uh, that stuff. Yeah. And, and and even that they're misconstruing. So Silly me. I'm, I'm gatekeeping Deadpool. What am I, I thinking? I know. What am I doing? But, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> Joker 2 is going to happen. No, no word on when that's right. going to go down. Uh, however, yeah, it's just in the very early stages right now. Right. So uh, Joaquin is basically a lot. Lady Gaga is circling the drain. We'll see what happens. Right, right. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that they didn't try to hitch anything else to that universe, though, that little pocket of the universe, and say, oh, let's have a different Batman over here, too, and see what right, happens. Right, right. Which, I mean, if they let, if, if the franchise just keeps on moving forward, eventually it will get to that point. Yeah. It will. Like, I mean. But, the, I mean, this whole thing flies in the face of what we were talking about on the show a few weeks ago, which yeah. is DC mm-hmm. trying to tighten everything up. Right. And, and bring it on home and make one solid continuity line. Well, you know, DC has always been known for just, you know, doing everything ass backwards. Yeah, you I know, mean... They, they, that's just what they do. And, and it works for the comics. Yeah, For the comics, yes. Yeah. But for film, my God, somebody talk to them, please. Varying degrees of success it <sighs> works for the comics. Pain. But it wow. does work sometimes. Yeah. Right, so we'll keep an eye on that. Right. All right. Um, <laughs> I'll get this out the way. Uh... <laughs> some bad choices in the movie world uh, fans are trying to once again troll Sony into bringing Morbius back to theaters one more time now you may say what one more time I thought it already came out and left no because of all the memes yeah. because of all of the discussion all the trends online when the digital version of Morbius was released to, to home for home viewing um, Sony got the weird idea that you all actually liked this film and actually wanted to see it maybe for the first time on the big screen. So because you put out all these memes and all these gifts and everything like that and all these tweets saying it's morbid time. Shit. Legit. That was the thing. That was the thing. Uh. So yeah, you did all that and... Sony called your bluff, put it out again in theaters, nobody came. Oh my god, like, what are you doing? (laughs) So now, some fans have started a petition on change.org to bring Morbius back to theaters once again with the headline, and this is my favorite part, we were all busy that weekend, please bring Morbius (laughs) to the theaters a third time. They are asking for 35,000 signatures. They have 28,189 right now. Which is pure sadness. The, the <laughs> Pure. The petition goes on to say, Dear Sony, this weekend excited fans across the world had the chance to once again see Morbius in theaters. While this was an awesome opportunity, there was one problem. We were all busy this weekend. Mm. Some of us were washing our hair. Some of us had to study. And some of us had just already made other plans. Please don't interpret this as disinterest on our part. If you were to once again release Morbius in theaters, just let us know and we will be there for sure. Unless something comes up. Signed, fans of the movies. Oh my god. And what's great is the uh, the picture beneath it has Lucy Van Pelt holding the football for Charlie Brown to kick. <laughs> it sure does. Come on, Sonny. <laughs> Come on, bring it back one more time. Waste that money. Oh, my God. But we have so many other great Sony Spider-Man projects to look forward to. Guys, we don't have to just go ahead and spend all our love and affection on Morbius. We have Kraven the Hunter. Um, We have a 
probable third Venom film after that train wreck that was Let There Be Carnage. We have Dakota Fanning as Madam Webb. Oh, my God. That's what the world's asking for right there. God, what is happening? You know, when I say stuff like that, I always feel like Tony Schiavone when he uh, spoiled uh, Mankind winning the WWF championship. Uh. (laughs) And everybody turned the channel over to WWF to see it. But it doesn't happen that way. <laughs> no one's like, oh, Dakota Fanning, I gotta go. Oh, like, no. My, no, nobody's riding hard. But I'm there's, sorry. <laughs> there's enough Dakota Fanning media out there to enjoy without having to submit yourself uh, to see Madam Webb. But, you know, of course, we'll keep you posted on that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So uh, if you have a desire to sign this petition, it's is out there for you. Uh, um, no. You know what? No. Scratch that. Morbius is also available on streaming and... No. Uh, disc of no. some sort i would imagine no no Mm-mm. if you need posters or no. something no no you know if you if you really really want to learn up about you know morbius read the comic books if that do, the, do that do that quietly in your home i need somebody to recommend a good morbius comic for me because the only <laughs> morbius media that i was exposed to growing up was the weird version of morbius on the spider-man animated series <laughs> which of course fox had such strict guidelines about what they could show children mm-hmm. uh, morbius wasn't a vampire he was someone who drank plasma and ah. he didn't have fangs to bite people's necks and drink their blood he had weird suckers on the palm of his hands with little <laughs> tiny teeth in them that would drain the plasma. No, this is serious business, babe. Serious business. Yeah, and and he could fly. Well, not fly. He could kind of float. <laughs> and he would never like fly like you know a Superman. You know, like a full tilt. Boom! I gotta go. He would just kind of like float. Just float. Yeah. You know how like if if you're in a dream and you just kind of like lose track of the ground sometimes and you're just floating along. That's how he flew. It, it was so weird. It was like they didn't want to animate him <laughs> in another pose, so they Lord. just like picked the figure up off the ground and just moved the cell sideways oh. and just kind of rocked it up and down, you know? Oh my God. Like, now, now see, the <laughs> thing is that, like, <laughs> okay, so seeing as how, I mean, at least in my life, you are the ultimate, like, um, what should I say? Like, uh, compass when okay. it comes to to, to comic book media <laughs> so if you're telling me that the best representation yes of this character was that what did the creators of this film miss like how did they miss all of that and say oh we're gonna make this great movie about this character you can't do any better than that that's what happens when you trust a cult leader that's oh, exactly what happens. Gotcha. Yeah. So gotcha. all that is to say, you except know, for Lex, though. Lex Lux is a great cult leader. Oh I, yeah, I, I I like her a lot. The sweet chili babies. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's happening uh, somewhere online. Good lord. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. So. <laughs> I mean, you can't even keep it together after that. Right, right. <laughs> Moving on to our next story. Oh, man. Squid Game. Yes. You guys. You guys. All right. It's coming back for another season. Yes, it's coming back for another season, but it's also coming back as an actual game show. Oh. 
This is crazy business. So um, it looks like Netflix announced today that it's casting 456 real players in Squid Game The Challenge, a new reality show in which contestants will play games for a hefty 4.556 million prize. I'm sorry. Try that again. 4.56 million dollar prize. One of the largest in game show history. The competition will feature a series of challenges inspired by the original show, as well as surprising new additions, um, encouraging players to form alliances and deploy unique strategies in order to win. Netflix, of course, is careful to mention that in Squid Game, the challenge, the worst fate is going home empty-handed. Okay, that was needed. (laughs) Okay? Yeah. If you saw Squid Game, you need to see that disclaimer. Like, hey, hey. Nobody's dying. You're just gonna be broke, <laughs> and that's it. Now, see, I already don't. I already don't like this next part. Squid Game: The Challenge is currently recruiting players at squadgamecasting.com. Yeah, yeah. But that's not the part I don't like. With English language speakers from any part of the world being invited to apply. Mm. Why only English speakers? Right. That's not good. That's not good. Like for for it to be based off of a Korean story. A Korean, a, a Korean created story. Why are they only allowing English speakers to to participate? That doesn't make sense. Right. So it's it's already off to a bad start here. My question is, how do they know the worst that can happen as you go home empty handed? I mean, you can't call that. Yeah. You don't know what's gonna happen on this game show. Yeah. Sure. I mean. You could say that's what's going to happen, but we've all seen the floor is lava at this point. <laughs> and you can't tell me some of these people haven't busted their ankles. Oh, man. Or, you know, gotten too much slime up in their noses and gotten, you know, sinus infections. These people are fully submerged in slime. They they get dragged down. In jello <laughs> or whatever that stuff yeah, is. Yeah, and like, it's like super loose jello. It's right. that consistency of just like, just barely set jello i often wonder what like the the um emergency teams look like on shows like that <laughs> ninja warrior oh, holy moly yeah. um what's the other one wipe uh, out wipe out yes. yes most extreme elimination challenge way mm-hmm. back in the day uh mm-hmm. but yeah takashi's castle it was called takashi's castle yeah that was the original version wow i've, I I've learned time. so much about that and it has a weird tie to Super Mario Brothers too, but that's a story for another what? time. And that, that other time is right now. <laughs> so one of the hosts of Most Extreme Elimination Challenge, as it was dubbed over in the states when it was on Spike TV, mm-hmm. he was a popular radio host, mm-hmm. and he also was featured in um, it was called Nippon Knights Super Mario Brothers. Okay. Which was a special edition of Super Mario Brothers that Nintendo teamed up with this radio station to put out. Okay. So, that did so well, they wanted to make another game. That other game was Doki Doki Panic. Okay. And, of course, you know, everybody at this point knows Doki Doki Panic Mm -hmm. was um, molded into Super Mario Brothers 2 for the American market. Gotcha. Because the original Mm -hmm. Super Mario Brothers 2 that came out in Japan... So hard. Brutal. So freaking hard. Dean and I played through that game (laughs) one time. And as soon as we got through it, we were like, never again. (laughs) Stash it behind 
the couch, <laughs> put it away, lose it intentionally. Yeah, because it was just ugly hard. And it was ugly, it, ugly it was no hard. feat of our of our tenacity or skill. Nope. We had the rewind feature going the whole Man. time, Man. so it was like, oh, that's a pit. Right. <laughs> oh, I got bit by a turtle again. <laughs> Oh my god, there was so much cursing. Yes, absolutely. Wow, the amount of cursing. So back to Squid Game. Yeah. All right. So this is destined to be a spectacle. Um I'm I'm glad that they trust in this brand so much. <laughs> uh I sincerely hope that the creator is getting a little cash. Yeah. Off of this because, you know, uh Dong Hyuk Wang, uh he is I mean, he's prolific, prolific creator with Absolutely. this, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's apparently also going to be uh, making a satire uh, show <laughs> about his overnight success called The Best Show on the Planet. Wow. So that's going to be cool. I mean, you know what? At this point, I'm, I'm, I'm really rooting for him to make anything and everything because yeah. he did not get that much money. Off of the, off of the initial like Squid Game, right? So um, off of the initial series. So go ahead, sir. Make that money. Use your talents and get what you are due. Absolutely, absolutely. All right. Well, we're gonna wrap it up. We got a couple more news stories here. Mm-hmm. Uh, another Spider Man related story, yeah. but this time a good one. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Sony is going to release an extended cut into theaters in September. Uh, the announcement was made by the three Spider-Men, the Spider-Mans, <laughs> the Spider-Mans, uh, together, uh, you know, having fun as they, they did a long time ago. So it seems like this plan was in place for quite some time. Right. Because, you know, getting all three of these guys in the same room is near impossible. Pretty much. You know, unless there's heavy cash being dropped. Right. Right. So, <laughs> maybe around the time that the special features were uh, were filmed, mm-hmm. they got them together to make this announcement. But, yeah, that's going to happen. There's going to be, um, you know, some additional footage, of course. And, uh, yeah, it should be interesting to see what they do with that. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, you can't really lose with that because, I mean, if you've already seen the film, then you already love the film. Mm-hmm. And um, going back to see it again is not a big deal. Uh, but just for the extra content. It's an easy choice. Yeah. It's an absolute easy choice. Absolutely. Uh, all right. So the Xbox Bethesda news conference happened a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. They are committed to bringing Starfield out next. <laughs> After that, of course, Elder Scrolls Six is going to be happening, the follow-up to Skyrim. Give it to me. But then after that, they're going to be dedicated to the next installation of a single-player, thank God, Fallout game. Woo! Thank you. Come on. So we need all that single player content we can yes. get because for some reason they just they don't they no they can't do multi <laughs> online blah blah blah. Uh, last but not least, Samsung announced a partnership for consoleless gaming TVs last week. Now this was of this course is all so over the uh, interesting. Yeah, it's it's really fascinating. So if you purchase a Samsung TV, one of their smart TVs um, that's branded for this year. I don't know if they do it like cars, like it'll say 2022, but it actually came out in 2021, you know, that sort of thing. Right, right, right. But if you buy a TV uh, that came out, they're going to download, as long as you have it connected to the internet, of course, something called Samsung Gaming Hub. Mm-hmm. 
And that's going to happen uh, June 30th. It's going to vary by region, but in, in most regions, June 30th. And if you have one of these TVs, all you need is a controller with a Bluetooth connection. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, a subscription to Xbox Game Pass. Right. And you can play any Xbox Game Pass game that's in the cloud. That's... And there's a substantial number of games in there. As someone who has attempted to sell you folks on Game Pass... From the time it was announced to right now, <laughs> I am all about this. But wait, there's a twist. I don't think this is the best idea, and I'll mm, tell you why. All right. Give us some education, babe. If you have a, an Xbox controller, mm-hmm. if you have a subscription to Game Pass Ultimate, mm-hmm. How the fuck do you not have an Xbox already? I mean, <laughs> or a PC? I mean, because you can also play all these cloud games on your on your laptop, PC, whatever. You can even play some of them from your phone if you have, you know, a, a newer phone. So why do I need a <laughs> Samsung television to do all this shit for me when I can already do all of it? If you have an Xbox controller and no Xbox, what the fuck? What happened? You know what? Did somebody steal your Xbox? The only thing that I can think of, the only <laughs> situation yeah. I can think of is if, like, okay, let's say that you're, like, 45 yeah, and you're single. Okay. And you're afraid that the women that you're speaking to or, uh. or, or men that you're speaking to <laughs> are not... That the, that the people that you're dating are not gamers or they're going to be judgmental to uh, you for being a, a gamer. Uh-huh. And you're just like, uh-uh. No, 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 no. I need to make my gaming incognito. Incognito. Super, super spy. All right. So, folks, I'm I'm going to... I, I acknowledge what you said, D, and that, that is a valid point. But right now, ladies and gentlemen, and everybody in between and above and beyond, I'm going to give you... Some life advice right now. <laughs> Here we go. If you have a hobby that you are passionate about, if you have anything in your life that isn't, it's not affecting you in a negative way, mm-hmm. and you enjoy doing it, it, it helps you relax, that sort of thing. You begin dating somebody that gives you a hard time about doing mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I want you to explain to that person. Why this hobby, why this activity is special to you. Right. If they continue to give you a hard time about it, that person is not for you. That's right. Because you are about to endure a relationship's worth of headache. Absolutely. You can barter, you can bargain, but it's like when I see all these, all these like jokes and everything about like, you know, oh my girl, she heard that, she heard that PlayStation beat. <laughs> now she gonna be angry. She got something for me to do. I'm saying <laughs> game on. Man. Folks, game on. For real. Within reason. Yes. Obviously. If it's, if it's, like I said, if it's not hurting you, it's not hurting anybody else. If it's not detracting from your time with your loved ones and your family. Uh, you know, and your responsibilities. Absolutely. Game your fucking brains out. Yes. Don't let anybody shame you for what you're interested in. That's what the main thing is right there. Exactly. Because if you get in a relationship with somebody and it's, it's like that from junk, <laughs> it's not for you. It's nothing but heartache from then on out. That's right. Like, really. <laughs> um, and, and, and just like you said, give them one chance. Yeah. Give, like, explain it to them. Be clear about what it means to you. And if they still are not able to get with you or to even try to understand where you're coming from, there's 
you maybe maybe y'all are just supposed to be friends. That's a red flag. Yeah, yeah, That's maybe or, or maybe you're just supposed to walk away. Period. Right. Yeah, like this is not the um the whole idea that you know games that gaming is just for kids and that kind of stuff that all that stuff is way out the window. We've been adults long enough playing games and understanding that there's a lot of games out there that are geared specifically towards adults. So the whole idea that this is all kid stuff out the window, goodbye. Right. That and, no longer applies. And it's not just games. <clears throat> it's anything right, that your right. your 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 loved one, your spouse, your your boo thing yeah. is interested <laughs> in. That's right. I sound like my dad. Uh, <laughs> whatever whatever your significant other is interested in, you know what? You know what's fun. You know what's really good is seeing somebody who you love and care about enthusiastic about something Mm -hmm. excited about something enough that they want to come home and they want to tell you about the experience yeah not because they want to like you know bring you into the cult or whatever but just because like they need to info dump and just kind of give you all this information about something that they saw that was really cool right like that's so great they want to share a story they want to share a good time with you yeah you know and that's something that you can't put it you can't put a dollar sign on that that's like nothing else. When somebody comes at you and they're excited and they want you to be the person that shares that excitement with them, they want you to be the person that uh, understands how mm-hmm. special it is, mm-hmm. that's that's like gold. That's like just honey right it, there. It, it truly is. And I mean, uh, and no real shame on, on people who don't quite get that particular content either. Mm. Like not, I mean, like, please, please try. And if it just doesn't work for you, then it doesn't work for you. And you guys can be okay with that if you guys can talk about it. But if you're, if you're, if you're really trying to be just like, you know, Hey, I really want you to get on board with me about this, this particular thing. And it's just not working at all. You know, you may have to consider just walking away. Right. It's okay. Right. It's all right. It's you all will right. find somebody else out there who will appreciate your fandom and you'll be able to appreciate their fandom right back. That's Believe right. Believe it. That's right. That's what conventions are for. Oh, I guess. I mean, technically, yes. Yes, in a lot of yes. ways, yes. yes. It's, a, it's a feature. It's right. not a mandatory feature, right. but it's a feature. First feature is money. Yeah. <laughs> Making that money. That's Second. True. Have a good time. Yeah, meet people. Yeah. Third, maybe hook up. Right. Maybe. Maybe. Consensually. <laughs> after taking showers after taking showers please use deodorant never forget oh my god please use deodorant all right we're, we're rolling around in circles here right. okay folks thank you so much for listening once again you can find us everywhere at lexandmatt.com uh patreon.com slash lexandmatt and all your favorite podcasters share us with your friends and special shout out to that kind of individual that purchased something from our shop. I think they got some pins and some t-shirts or something. Thank nice. you so much. Nice. We love it. We love you. You're awesome. That's right. And until next time, be excellent to each other. Bye. Oh, that, that was, was wild. Awful. That was wild. Mm. Wild and free. I'm drunk. Mm.